I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, everybody, and welcome back to Axe Pod. Um, this is kind of a little bonus sewed. Uh, it's just me and Anne, so a little bit of a duo, do a little acoustic set, me on, on lead vocals, Gina, Dreammaker, Heartbreaker, mm-hmm. and Anne on stand-up bass, you look fantastic, yeah. how are you doing, yeah. Anne? I, you're great, you know, just, uh, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I I've got a electric saxophone. Are th- are those real? Is that does that exist? <laughs> Is there such a thing? Oh, no. I've got an electric saxophone and I'm gonna yeah. rock it. No, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go on like this jazz adventure. Yeah. Yeah, we're through um... time and space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. A little di- what everybody wants more of jazz exploration. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I let's not, I'm not trying to be mean about jazz. It's just a funny go-to like that comedy trope. What? <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's from uh, spinal tap. Yeah. But a lot of, a lot of people make fun of jazz. Oh, they didn't I invent just, making fun of jazz as much as I love them. They didn't invent it. I'm just very specifically talking about when they went to yeah. the amusement park. Where it's like the Astroworld. <laughs> what it always looked like to me was um, R.I.P. Astroworld, Houston, Texas. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. How's it going? I mean, I'm still playing that Astro gig, Astroworld gig. <laughs> Even though it's closed down, you sneak in. <laughs> yeah. Psychologically, I'm always playing the Astro. I, I mean, in my mind, it's just like this open field. Not not like Houston property value. It's not like, you know, apartments or whatever now. But, no, it's just like a, an old field with like where you can go and you can do like an archaeological dig for parts of the Texas Cyclone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> an archaeological dig. Yeah. So they like everything that like um, people dropped from like, 1985. I don't know. Right. Like all these swatch watches that <laughs> fell off during. <laughs> like, what is this? 
No, I was trying to explain the concept of Astro World boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> like Houston rodeo boyfriends. Yeah. Right, right, right. Or, but like guys yeah, that you would never. Yeah. No. Yeah, you would mm. never introduce to your certainly your parents. But they were cool. But they were at Astroworld, so they were at Astroworld. Or like you would sneak them in when you could. You would bring a coke, and you, so you, yeah. So you would pay for a ticket, and then you would sneak your Astroworld boyfriend in. So and this dumb. guy, age inappropriate. Ew. <laughs> I don't. I don't like thinking about it either. I'm just saying this is what happened. With your Astroworld boyfriend, <laughs> like Mark Wahlberg from Fear. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, oh, Astroworld boyfriend. <laughs> Much like that Swatch Watch. <laughs> You're buried there. <laughs> You're buried there. So what are we talking about today? Right. Well, no, you're right. I'm glad you brought me on, on track. <laughs> but much like... Fun and youth gone by. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there, there really isn't like um, a way to connect the two. But there is, there is. After I said that, I was like, yeah, politicize like something all American quotes. Like you mm-hmm. just made that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, here on Axlepod, what we try to do is bring up memories. <laughs> That everyone can relate to. Very specific <laughs> memories of uh, <laughs> girls who grew up in Houston in a specific uh, five-year time frame. <laughs> right. Did you did you not see Erasure at Fright Fest? <laughs> everybody remembers that. <laughs> Televised live. <laughs> Phantasmagorical tour. Um <laughs> um okay no but so we take stories that are in the news and we try to put it in a larger historical context and so if you may have noticed in the news there are a lot of republicans who are talking about how joe biden the crazy leftist who may or may not even be in control, but Kamala Harris or the squad oh, is really pulling his strings. Um, and, you know, the crazy leftists in his party. Once again, are, he's been like a Senate or whatever. He's been in federal politics for how many decades? Like, all of a sudden, he's like, well, we don't know where he came from. <laughs> Well, and not only that, but it's like, you know, you can just double check with actual leftists and they're like, no way. Yeah. He's not leading any guerrilla movements. You know what I mean? No. Like, sorry. He's <laughs> no Karl Marx, like Che Guevara or whatever. No. The Sandinistas, he's right there. He's going to the mountains. <laughs> you know. Right. Like, it's. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're talking to the president of Antifa, which I can get you that number. She's great. We all love her. Um 
She's like, no, I'm not happy with his performance. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, and so they say things like, well, with the Green New Deal, you're only going to be able to eat four pounds <laughs> of beef a year. A sweet, sweet beef. <laughs> you're only going to be able to shovel in four pounds I put it like bring out a scale. They're just like dumping lard onto it. Like this is this is how much lard he's gonna take away from you. <laughs> well, but it's the people are like, well, I, I ate four pounds of beef yesterday, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's no one wants to hear how many pounds of food you ate. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only pounds of food I'm concerned with are, like, elephants at a sanctuary. Are they getting enough pounds of food a day? <sighs> and, um, the other thing was... Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, but it's... Oh, they, uh... Uh... The bo- at border crossings where they had to, or they put children, which they're still doing. They right. put children in holding facilities, uh, which was not good. I don't feel Mm-mm. good about that. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Internment camps. It's all, mean, it always worked out well. <laughs> but yeah. apparently they said that they were distributing, like, Kamala Harris coloring books. What? No. Who said that? Like, on Fox News? <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. Like, it was originally published in the New York Post, but again, what? it was like... That's so ridiculous. Yeah. What? <laughs> so, um, anyway, so based on these stories, and, you know, we, I, I was like, well, why don't... Why don't we just take a look back mm-hmm. at some, you know, why is it that those two, like, why is it that conspiracy theories, they fit so well with the, mm-hmm. with the right? Mm-hmm. How far back does it go? Okay. You know, yeah. let's see, just take a look at it, okay. right? How do you feel about that? Yeah, one? that's great. I mean, I, I just randomly picked out one trajectory to go on. Uh, which I went back to the Cold War. That's Ooh, just okay. That's just one place you can go. That's just yeah, one I, of many. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I started there too. Okay, because of the the communist. Yeah, I was like, you know, food nationalism. It, you kind of start like the whole like American. What what is a, what does it mean? Like, what, well, why are I did you mad? Get one earlier. Okay, which I think you'll appreciate. That um, in the twenties, okay, the KKK. Mm. Um, one of the things they believed was that Catholicism mm. was a plot, yeah, to take over, and that nuns and priests were agents trying to infiltrate the communities. <sighs> um, they also believed, and again, I think that you'll see. It's like you know they say that thing that like. History doesn't necessarily repeat, but it rhymes. Mm-hmm. So at the time, um, you know, the isolationists mm-hmm. during World War II. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, because it, I think people, well, except for the people who watch 
the History Channel obsessively. So, like, maybe, like, not your dad who watches World War II documentaries and he'll know this. But, like, you know, like, people that went to... I don't think they understand, like, how late the United States joined World War II. Oh, yeah. 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 It'd been going on a while. <laughs> and it was bad. Like, it wasn't like we didn't know what was happening. Right. or yeah. you No, know. it was <laughs> Like how, like so many millions, 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 millions. Yeah. Right. But the reason that we were, because there was such an isolation, like this is not our business. Why would, why would we send our people to die for this war? Like, but see, that's, that's, that's what they said. That's what people might've said, but I don't think people making the decisions of whether going to war or not, they didn't give a shit about like 19 year olds getting killed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that's ever been a factor. It's maybe like the optics, like how is this how is this gonna look? That's why you've got like saving private Ryan. Well, we can't have her fourth son die. Let's make him, you know, we've gotta find yeah. that kid. Yeah. But um anyway, so the same isolationist. They believe that Roosevelt either knew that mm. Pearl Harbor was going to happen. Oh, I've, he yeah, al- I've heard about, like, yeah, everybody always knows that something's going to happen. Yeah. So they knew that Pearl Harbor was going to happen, and he allowed it to happen, or that he was responsible for it. Right. So very much like the 9-11. Right. Well, the, and, yeah, and the, you see that, 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 that's, like, that's, like, with almost, like, every, like, pivotal event, it's, like, well, they allowed it to happen so they could get support to do blah, 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 you know? Right. And I'm like, okay. I, I... Did they? But... I, I mean, I don't know. Is that going to be revealed to me when I die, when I find out who killed JFK? Did FDR orchestrate Pearl Harbor? Honestly, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, because they were saying that, you know, the that there are left, like, sort of left-wing conspiracies, that, but they're not as, you know, as prevalent. Mm. Um, there, there's not the, a news, popular, like, pop culture news channel that spouts them out? Well, and it's because I mean, the... <laughs> Yeah. It is because the the well, what they the from the articles and the research I did they they I the theory that they put forward is that because the people on the leftness that they need some sort of backing for it. Yeah. Like they could go to like the sources. Be- <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. Like the whole like burger thing, I was like I, I mean like I was like okay. Let's go to the docks, man. Let's find right. this out. So, according to who, right? Like, right. so it's like a Michigan study, and you know, I was googling that. Like, okay, let's go. To, let's, you know what? Let's all go read that Michigan study. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so it doesn't have time to really blossom before somebody is like, mm. right. It's a study that someone did out of their garage. They interviewed five people, uh, and by people, I mean cats. Right, and, exactly. You know, I'm not not saying the Michigan because I guess what I read like Fox 
was like, did like a 15 second, well, we, uh, we misinterpreted the study or something like that. Is that what they, they don't, did? It does, they don't care. No. That's the thing. It's what we learned, um, when we did the, uh, shoot, McCarthy mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. is that what he would do and it's, I mean, it still works, is that he would put a story out knowing it was false. Right. And that it would it would go in all the papers. Mm-hmm. And then the next day he'd be like, oh, I think I got that wrong. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Whoops. And then they would do a correction, but the correction, <laughs> yeah. obviously, it would go on like the 13th page. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like with uh, Fox, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, sorry, guy. Look, we looked into it. Our bad. Uh, but after they had gone six days <laughs> and had, like, however many senators talking about it uh, and making huge jokes about it, like, like posing with enormous stakes, like, like, f- like Flintstone style. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know, um... I found something just as recent as 2012. There was something in the news about the broccoli mandate. Have you heard about this? No. I had, what, I, I had was President Bush behind it? <laughs> yeah, no, that, no, not that was H.W. Right, who hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he never was like, oh, let's let's bring it to the Supreme Courts or whatever. This was like during the. Um, and I know this name, Tom Coburn, Republican from Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. So he here's his scenario. If I wanted to sponsor a bill and it said, Americans, you have to eat three vegetables and three fu- fruits every day. And I got it through Congress. And that's not the law. Got to do it. Does that violate the Commerce Clause? And, okay, Kagan said that sounds dumb. But anyway, so it was like, so people against the Affordable Care Act, they were like, it, it, the argument was presented that that the federal government was going to somehow dictate or in, be influential in your diet, right? Uh-huh. So, so in the news, it was like, can uh, here's a story: Can President uh, Obama and Congress enact legislation that orders Americans to buy broccoli? And then there was like another news. It was like an editorial about the broccoli mandate. And it was all this about, like, so, it was about a way to talk about Affordable Care Act. That means we want people to be, they, they, they kind of angled it, like, that just means they want you to be healthy. They want you to eat broccoli. They're going to, uh, again, take away your burgers or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's not about affordable health care. Healthcare. They, they made it out to be that well, some it's like, sort of, how like, is that absurd broccoli consumption bill. Right, but it's like, how is that different than your employer being right. in charge of your health care? Right, yeah. You right. know? Like, uh, how can, they, are, are they, is your employer going to mandate, like, what a healthy weight is? Right, yeah. You know? I mean... Uh, how is that not intrusive? Why would you, why should your employer know anything? I mean, there's like right. em, like there's employers that not only test you for drugs, but they'll trust like test you for nicotine. 
Can we test like, the CEO? Can we test that CEO for some stuff? Well, that's exactly How that? right. How yeah. about that? They're not having like some mm, whatever. I mean, I know what you mean, but <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the point is that they though it's all spin, but um, but there's like a relationship between that those two things that doesn't exist, right? On the other side of the aisle, right? It does. It, it there's not a successful relationship, right? There. <laughs> well, it, it comes out of, and then that got me going on this thing of like, it's about how American identity is politicized, and th- and th- in these cases, it's through food. What what is all American? What's an all all American meal? You know, like you got to find some some like corny representation honestly like are we having like a 1950s party city birthday party you know like going to the sock hop get your burgers and a shake but i mean it's like the same thing that they were yeah they were trying to do with michelle obama and her like eating well campaign and anyway yeah uh, uh. but um Okay, so it was talking about like right after the McCarthy era, McCarthy yes. era there was the John Birch Society. Okay. How, I, and haven't we talked about that? I think. I mean, it comes up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and they were sort of, I'm trying to think like what the equivalent would be, but like I, almost like a sort of a tea party or right. it's like things where like. <sighs> Like so the re, okay. I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it, but yeah. um, I, I'm gonna have to go back to my notes to even remember what the John. I, I I've looked it up. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. It was like a super conservative group. Yeah, I'll, I've got I'll, a, I'll read got you a little bit about it, Anne, and see if it. Yeah. Um. So. Here's some of the things they believed. Obviously, academia and the news media were infiltrated, but the U.S. Chamber of Commerce also consisted of fellow travelers. What? Is that like Uh, a cult thing or something? That's communists. Oh, 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 right. And former Republican President Dwight Eisenhower had also been an agent of the Kremlin. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Okay. During the 60s, the conspiracy came to be understood as extending well beyond commies. According to the Bircher's new line, uh, communism was just one piece yeah. of a master conspiracy. And this is going to sound real familiar. Yeah. A tool of a plot that stretched back to the 18th century Illuminati. This is where it started getting... They knew, like, there's this sort of, like, precarious marriage Uh between people on the very – they were, like, the head of the spear. Right. So you had people that could, like, you know, Goldwater, Barry Goldwater. Okay. Who could be, like, the intellectual face Uh of the party. And (laughs) then you had people (laughs) – Frankenstein's monster behind the scenes. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like, they right. know. I mean, it's still happening now. Yeah. 
you know. For sure. Where, I mean, that's why they they do this sort of, like, even mainstream politicians will do this little wink. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> they know. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they'll never, like, out and out say, all of them, almost all of them, yeah. did not, you know, they said that they didn't, um, oh, God. What's that thing with, with Trump's uh, election the where re- they didn't? The- so, for example, the mainstream Republicans, mm. they voted to not certify the Electoral College vote. But, like, that does a lot of damage. Right. When you have Republicans that still believe that the, the election was fraudulent. Yeah. And then, you know, you have something like the events of January 6th happening, but also, you know, the has people not believing in a democratic system. Right. Right. <sighs> and if that, if they, if they didn't believe that, then why didn't they rec- like recall all the elections, right? Like right. then every single person that was elected, right. Republican they, or Democrat. Right. Then you get... You get the same grass rats movement that it took <laughs> to bring people to the polls. Rally, rally your base, and let's go recall everything. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Like if it's really that big of a, if if this is really you know in your heart of hearts, because I know that's where I would have been. Yeah, in my in my political beliefs, I, you, there would have been like. All over the place. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Contest the vote. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Right? If they really... That's the thing. That's the. That's what I'm saying. That's the sort yeah. of like a double speak that they do. Right. Which is to say, yeah, no, no, no. We we so believe that this was a fraudulent election. <laughs> right. And it's like, <laughs> well, you can't, you can't really believe that. Or then everybody's election would have been fraudulent. And that's what they said that, like, when the articles that I was reading was that that's how this whole marriage works, where they will, at the, like, the, how the, the faux populism works, for example. Right. Where they talk about, like, nobody is standing up for you, like, you're the forgotten man, but at the same time, they do, like, these huge corporate tax cuts. Right. It's like this, yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, horrible <laughs> and they they talk about like this global elite and this new world order and everything else but they're very obviously catering to corporate interests yeah it's like crazy it's crazy like how in the world do you think that ted cruz gives a shit about you how in the fuck please tell me <laughs> and it's um you know, it's – and the way they do it, the way they maintain it is to – it's like punish people on social issues. Right. Yeah, it's true. That's where you get it's, like, well, the broccoli mandate or the, they're going to take away your burgers. They're gonna, it, it's so demeaning and patronizing. Like, here you go. Well, here's the thing. You know what's all American? That shit you shove in your mouth, you know, gross. Ugh. But um, let's see. 
The ultimate pupper, puppet masters, according to Cooper, are the Illuminati. Um, oh, God. This is like, so reminds me of the 80s. Right. Um, the master plan was to invent an artificial threat from outer space. Sure. In well, order to bring, war. Yeah. <laughs> to bring humanity together in a one-world government. And everybody has been in on it. The Jesuits. <laughs> Sorry. The Jesuits don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, the Masons. Sure. The Masons. Sure. Okay. The Nazi Party. Yep. Cool. The Communist Party. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> the Council on Foreign Relations. The Trilateral Commission. Have you heard about that one? They, they got brought up a lot. The Bilderberg Group. The Vatican. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Skull and Bones. Yeah. Um, the Federal Reserve. The CIA. The United Nations. The masks are coming off. <laughs> masks are coming off. This was in the 80s. Yeah. I remember that. Like, yeah. I, I remember listening to Christian radio in the 80s and hearing that stuff. Right. Did you also hear, like, the rapture was coming, like, 30 years ago? Yeah, Rapture yeah. Me in 93. We talked <laughs> yeah. about that. What happened, Gina? Where'd it, ha- what, where'd it happen? <laughs> Look, I, honestly, it may have already happened. I mean, if, if, like, if we're, like, living in the end times, like, if the Rapture already happened, <laughs> and, like, this is... Oh, tribulations. Tribulations, Okay. Yeah, I think we're living in the tribulations. We just don't know. Yeah, but hasn't every generation said that in, like, Christianity? Maybe. (laughs) That's sort of... But only to say that that... That globalist conspiracy theory has been been going for a while. Yeah. Um, That there's this, like... The small group of people of power and influence right. are are controlling world events. Right. I mean, I think the only way that makes sense to me is if I'm thinking about multi-trillion dollar corporations. I feel like yeah. they are controlling a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. It's like they they're the masters of Kaiser of the Kaiser Sose logic. You know what I mean? It's what it reminds me of the usual suspects. It's like Kaiser Sose, this boogeyman. All the while, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like you don't need to make up a magic like magic devil man. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean. The what they're doing now is deflection. Yeah, for and sure. I, and I think that's what you're what you're talking about is that you know when they're what they're talking about not being able to eat hamburgers or this or that or right or, or, or on the, the on the other side they're gonna make me eat a bunch of broccoli which apparently was a thing you know yeah. They're either going to shove broccoli down your throat or they're going to take a hamburger out of your hand. Right. But either way, I mean, when you're – both of those things are huge deflections from 
um, things that are incredibly popular, which is uh, universal health care. Right. Yeah. That's what the problem Yeah. And climate change, right? And climate change. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and the other thing, too, is that, like, how do you make a platform of giving huge tax cuts to corporations popular? You know, you, you don't talk about it. You don't even well, no. talk about it, right? No, no. It's trickle down economics. Like, what they've tried to do is what we were saying before in our last episode is, yeah. is that they don't have a popular platform. Right. And so, when you have somebody who is. Or if you have, if you, if the other side is trying to offer healthcare or is trying to clean up the environment. Right. Like, what do you have to do? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, wh- what are your options? And like, the thing of it is, is that in the case of healthcare, they're using the same kind of arguments and strategies that they did with, um, when they did when they were trying to establish healthcare, like in the national, uh, the NHS. Yeah. Like 80, 90 years ago. Right, right. Yeah. Same it's the thing. Same, it's the same thing. Right. And like with the environmental, how do you argue <laughs> for? <laughs> Polluters. Uh, yeah. Unregulated. Dump it. Dump it all into the water. <laughs> like, seriously. Just like dump how it you, in the water. <laughs> how do you argue for, like, factory farming? And, you know, well, like, you... This is, like, it's... Like, this is the worst kind of capitalism. It, It's, you know, there are... There are ways that you could farm. There are ways that you could raise animals yeah. to be eaten that are incredibly cruel and disgusting. Right. And unsanitary. It's still unsanitary. You yeah. still have, like, scares, like E. coli outbreaks and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> I, I don't really understand, like, what what is the argument about the all-American burger in your face, you know, nobody, you're not going to, they're not, to me, it sounds, and that's why I went to the cold war. To me, it sounds like it's, it creeps me out because it's the same language that reminds me of like anti-communist stuff from like 60 years ago of standing in bread lines. You're going to be standing in your meat line. You might not get your meat, you know? This weird, uh, it's not like anybody had it figured out. It was political powers just with their own narrative about why they were right. You know? Yeah. It's the slippery slope. They always use the slippery slope narrative that that you can't, um, that you can't improve anything without destroying it. Like you can't, you can't make any improvements to policing without 
having no police. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's either it's either all or nothing. Right. It's the same thing. Like you know, the, the approach to everything is yeah. that you know you can't. There is no nuanced approach. You can't right. like make critical. You can't thought. make any changes mm. no. to help like help what you can like with the Green New Deal. You can't make any sort of like. Make anything more environmentally friendly. Right. Like you can't make cars better. You can't do nothing without. Oh, we can't have cars now. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Or you know, it's like the same thing with gay marriage. Oh, so you can marry. Like if you, if I if I let these two people who've lived fifty years together marry, then what's next? You marry a goat. You marry a chandelier. Because that's happening all the time. You know, and again, <laughs> the other thing is, is that now it's like, well, you could also look at any of the countries who've already done it and see if they have descended into absolute chaos. In fact, they're tourist attractions for the very people that are on your team. You know, yeah. it's the very pe- people are like. They're not going to take away my hamburger. Mm-hmm. Spread coronavirus. Yeah. It's fun. Well, and that's the other thing is that what, like, the dangerous, <laughs> the most dangerous thing <sighs> is, like, all these unnecessary deaths. Right. From the mi- from misinformation with the coronavirus. Right. It's, like, completely unnecessary. It's insane. And it, it's interesting because such a shift, that was a thing like, you know, you want to talk about like patriotism and food. Okay, World War II, Victory Gardens. And there was like, you had to sacrifice certain things for the good of the nation. Sure. Anyway, I think what we were talking about mostly mm-hmm. is that when they talk about when they generate and they do sort of generate these, mm-hmm. you have to look at like, what, what is this accomplishing? Right. Uh, why, why would they say this? I mean, there are, right. there are, are always true believers, but like the people that use it to the, to the best advantage right, are people who are sort of, they don't believe it. Right. And well, it's just amazing, Gina, that the talking point when you bring up, you know, uh, like water shortages that comes up in conversation. And then somebody thinks that the appropriate talking response is about, well, they're but but, but my diet habits are going to be controlled. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense. Do you mean like is do, do you mean like the slippery slope though? Yes. Like what we were talking about. Yes, exactly. That's what I was riffing off of. Okay. Okay. Yes. I I do know how that happens. It's on purpose. I mean, they do yeah. that on purpose. It's gross because because they can't. If they were to talk about what's really happening, it like that's not scary. Right. I mean, how is that scary? How is like you know Biden is planning on fixing crumbling communities mm-hmm. that need infrastructure help people aren't going to be like 
I hope he doesn't fix that bridge that looks like it's about to collapse. Right. I hope he doesn't put people in my town to work fixing things that (laughs) desperately need fixing. Yeah. Things that haven't been touched in 70 years. (laughs) Yeah. God forbid that happened. But if they're like... Well, wait, if he thinks he can come in here and fix roads, what's next? Is he going to put in listening devices in our bridges? And listening devices. So, you know, I mean, it, like, that, that's it's exactly, like. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's going to these weird, specific make ups Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that, honestly, that's put a listening device in a bridge. I don't give a shit. If that's really what it's coming down to, are we? if that's what we're all worried about. Yeah, I read somewhere where um, they were saying that, I think it was Reagan that said, like, the the five scariest words are, I'm from the government, and I'm, wait, that's not five words, but, like, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, like, ten words, but it doesn't matter. And then somebody was like, well, tell that to somebody whose, like, house just got blown away in a tornado. Yeah. Like, that's not scary at all. Like, like... Maybe to like a millionaire, right? They don't want to hear that, or some, you know, like right. to some, um. Oh uh, well, I can tell you about Jerry Falwell. Oh yeah, real quick. Anyway, um, he was a conspiracy theorist who believed the civil rights movement was oh. all directed by Moscow. <sighs> um. God, gross. And he gave a famous sermon in 1955 saying that preachers are called to be soul winners, not politicians. He was speaking about MLK. He also believed that gays were involved in an organized conspiracy to recruit American youth. Not only recruit American youth, but recruit them in order to murder them. I was like, oh, honey. Recruit for murders. (laughs) I was like, why would you recruit a perfectly good gay guy to murder him? (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. No, you want to have a party. (laughs) Yeah, not a murder party. Mm. Doesn't make any sense. Gross. But, um. He sounds cool. Is he dead? Is he dead now? Oh, he is. Okay. And I'm sure he was really surprised to find himself in hell. <laughs> well, he sounds horrible. I know. He and then sounds his horrible. Son, and then his son, like, got caught up in, like, a, you know, this, like, sexual scandal. And it would, and like you said. It's, is like, it a scandal? No. Just be normal. No one gives a shit about your kid. Well, and. Th- and that's the thing. Obviously, I don't care either, except that he is the head of Liberty University, right. and he has kicked out students sure. for even just if they're like you can't even like hold hands on campus yeah, unless gross. you're married. Like this weird, like oh, well, this is this it's is like we're like living pure, in God's purity name. ring Ugh. stuff. So, like, yeah, like, people would get kicked out for nothing. But that doesn't apply to, like, cocaine romp parties. (laughs) Exactly. 
So. Uh oh, gross. Yeah. So he like had given his son Jerry Falwell Jr. the same one that likes to watch had like given his stamp of approval to Trump, mm. which like got him in with the evangelicals. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had talked about this before, but when Falwell gave his stamp to oh, Reagan, like right. Jimmy Carter was actually an evangelical. Right. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, isn't Jimmy Carter's like the most evangelical president we've ever had? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like good old like Baptist Georgia. I'm a I'm a good Baptist, right? He, yeah, he got <laughs> up his peanut farm. I mean, like... He got attacked by a swimming rabbit? <laughs> Why did nobody get on board with him? <laughs> Poor... I, I honestly... And he's out there still, like... He's still he, out there! He's still out there building houses! I know, he's like, he's like 90 years old! He's 100! I mean, anyway, just know that they keep doing it because it works. Yeah works and you know you're gonna still hear about dr seuss (laughs) and oh i know what i was gonna say okay cool oh thank god thank yeah i knew you would get there well it's the so the the most recent thing that they've been using is um rubio talked about it and of course cruz talks about it but um, (laughs) woke corporations being a menace yeah, so he talks about how, like, the MLB pulled mm-hmm. out of Georgia. Right, Just oh, in yeah. time. Right. So he's about to get pregnant. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, wait, but the, the MLB, <laughs> aren't they, like, a billion-dollar industry? Yeah. So it's kind of a big deal. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And so, but what it was a good example of uh-huh. is... And we had talked about this before on previous episodes where the right will take terms from the progressives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, reappropriate them. Right. Yep. And um, so, like, it's... It's like our, you know, language that we use. Well, if, first of all, it wasn't even us that was using no. it. It was, it was among the black community. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not going around saying that term left and right. No, it's not no, mine no, no. to talk about. And right. if Ted Cruz is saying woke, then mm-hmm. right. Mm-mm. But like politically correct, that's happened with that word. Oh yeah. And, but yeah, so they'll like take these terms that are certainly not theirs. I mean, it wasn't ours really to use anyway, but, and then it's like a weird Frankenstein monsters right. mashup. Right. Wait, let's just, yeah. let's just, wrap, let's just wrap this up because okay. I want to talk to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So guys, yeah, as always, you're welcome right off the bat. <laughs> um, but I think I think we like got a good idea. I mean, like I said, this is a little bit of a bonus episode. Yeah, it's you know you, it's your last day of your season pass to Astroworld ends today. You gotta yeah, make it count. This this episode is your Astroworld boyfriend. 
It is. Right? You you got him in yeah. with a Coke can, and yeah. we'll see. Yeah. You we'll know. see how it goes. Um, I hope you don't get sunburned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, cool off. Cool off with the log ride. <laughs> Aren't you glad you wore your white t-shirt? Yeah. Guys. You're and, welcome. Um, so, yeah. conspiracy theories... Can't get enough of them. Um, if you want to let us know about any conspiracy theories, please get in contact on Instagram, <laughs> Axopod, Gmail, Axopod, which, again, as we said, and can't get enough of it, right. checks it religiously. Right, yeah. Um, Facebook, Axopod, six feet away from your mother's house, <laughs> which, as we've said before, we are deeply in love. Um she is uh, open-hearted, um, <laughs> kind. She needs love, and so do I. Um, and then that's it, I think. Yeah, I think we got it. All right, guys. Ooh. It's good to see you as always, Anne. You too, Gina. All right. All right. See you at Astro World. See you at Astro World. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I had me, I had me American, American burger, and I understand. I understand why they want to keep it safe and true, true blue, red, white, and blue. Burger time. Goodbye now. <laughs> <laughs>